0: Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast brought to you by UVA Finance, UVA's trusted financial partner. Finance Matters is a podcast series where we bring you bite sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes that they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. As always, I'm your host, Brandy Van Ormer, here with my co host, Patty Marbury of Finance Outreach and Compliance. Hi, Brandy. Hey, Patty time to talk about crucial conversations again (laughs) you know when we started uh, this series out we thought yeah maybe one or two uh, podcasts on crucial conversations and I know we keep promising you we're going to delve in and talk about what to do in the actual conversation that as we've talked about this topic outside of our recording sessions Patty and I have come to a really important realization and that there is only one thing that you can control and that's yourself So, yourself seems like an easy thing because you're the master of yourself, but when you start talking about these emotionally Mm high-stakes type conversations where you have a lot of feelings and there's a lot on the line, yourself can be a hard thing to control. And I know we've alluded to this a little bit in our previous conversations about the stories that you tell yourself, the clever Mm -hmm. stories, and the facts versus reality, but the reality of it is is that if you don't really know the facts of the situation and you haven't really traced out within yourself how your feelings are impacting the whole situation, mm-hmm. any conversation that you can have with another person, um, whoever's involved in this situation, is not going to be very helpful at all. Right. Um,
1: the, the authors of the book, Crucial Conversations, talk about the path to action. And so we often hear people say things like, "Oh, she made me so mad." And the truth is that another person can't make you feel a certain way. You're in control of your emotions. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is there how they describe the path to action is that we see and hear the first steps in the path to action is that we see or we hear something. And so those are the facts. We see something we hear something, then what happens is we, we don't immediately feel something about that. We make a judgment or a perception about what we saw or what we heard. And those judgments and perceptions are based on the facts that we see or, th- or that we hear, but they are stories that we tell ourselves, And very often those stories are not true. They are things we make up about what we see or we heard. And the things that we make up then make us feel a certain way, mad, frustrated, whatever that feeling is, Um, could be a positive feeling, but those things that those, those stories that we tell ourselves are what make us feel a certain way. And then those feelings are what we then act on. And so to keep yourself from acting badly on feelings, you have to get control over your emotions to get control over your so we're retracing the path to action mm-hmm. in this way we're going back and so to get control over your over your emotions or feelings you have to go back and look at those stories that you told yourself based on the facts and the what whatever you saw or heard that made you feel that way
0: so this could all sound really airy fairy in the clouds type yeah. of stuff and so as we were preparing for today we thought it might be really good if we had a good example to walk through so that people could see what we were saying.
1: Well, and you had a really good example of somebody that you used to work with.
0: Yeah, and it's a good example because it's someone I used to work with in another (laughs) state and almost another time of my life. So um, we could could think of good examples within our own lives, but we thought, oh gosh, do we really want to (laughs) air those things? We we may not want Um, to share that. (laughs) But rest assured, it's something everyone does. But at any rate, um, I could think of a time when I was working uh, in marketing communications in a health system in my home state and um, working with another team, or actually several other teams, on a big change initiative within the hospital system. And I had a colleague who was newish on the team. She'd been there under a year. Um, Her name is Christy, and there's no chance she'll hear this podcast. If, if we do, it's not, her name wasn't really Christy, <laughs> but anyway, so um, we were working on this big project, and it was something that was really going to change how we did things within several of our facilities, and we, she had done a great job coming up with the idea and then moving out into the other units and other teams, getting the collaboration and the buy-in from everybody, and it was going to take several different teams and units working in collaboration with her and with uh, her team so that this could move forward mm-hmm. so everybody was ready to present it to the upper leadership team and her boss who was fully in support of the idea and fully on board um, she her boss and, and the rest of their team sat down and worked on a presentation to give to the, the higher leadership and they divvied up the the workload on who would present what parts and it was decided that of course she would present like the nuts and bolts of what they were going to do Mm -hmm. so that um, because it was her idea, she could have a clearer way of presenting it. She had all the passion for it and um, that people would understand that she's where it began. I'm sure
1: she was really proud of
0: the work. Credit where credit's due. We're gonna present to the leadership team and she is fairly new on the team, a junior kind of person. So the day came, everybody's in the room, uh, they start the presentation and she's sitting waiting for her turn and her boss goes ahead like does his part and then just goes right on through and presents her part and doesn't do it in the way that even she thought they were going to do it like hey wow. nobody could do it like she did she yeah. thinks which is a valid point it is her idea and her passion project but also why would he have done that why mm. would he have just usurped the order of things and presented her part And she's sitting over there confused the whole thing draws to a close you know the discussion is going on amongst um, all the the vps and whatnot and she doesn't really get a chance to follow up with him and truth be told she was probably at the point where she just didn't want to follow up with him Mm -hmm. at that point because she was hurt and confused so um he went on a trip things got busy days and weeks go by and I watched her get angrier and angrier and more upset, mm-hmm. and the story that she started telling, you know, talking to us as friends and colleagues was, is he trying to steal my idea? What was that all about? Does he not trust me to present to this group of quote-unquote important people? Like I thought that was what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Why set me up for that and then go in and do it differently? He didn't even tell it like I would have told it. Mm-hmm. And it just got, it snowballed, it got worse and worse in her mind. and. I don't know like it was even weird that I would have heard the story because she and I weren't even that close so I know she had to be telling everybody and really it had to be affecting her and I'm not gonna tell you how it really ended up because I think we need to stop there and acknowledge yeah there's a disconnect between facts and feelings right Right.
1: There. and so right in that that's a, a good example because in your in in, in this um, in Christie's situation what the facts were were that she was in a meeting and her boss presented her part Um, the story that she told herself and so immediately she probably did start feeling some having some feelings and emotions around that probably happened immediately yeah so that's one thing to think about is like these stories or these thoughts perceptions things judgments we have happen very quickly this like, path to action is often seconds. It's not even...
0: It's a hard thing then to trace out.
1: <laughs> right. And and your example is both a short one in that she had some immediate feelings about it, um, but it's also a long one. And so, so she saw her boss present her part. Her story that she told herself were things like, he's taking credit for... Um, the work that I did that maybe he doesn't trust me to be able to present to the upper leadership or whatever. Maybe he's making changes without asking the whole team and decided to just just move on forward with a different approach. All kinds of things she could be telling herself. And then the feelings she had based on those things she told herself were that she was upset, she was frustrated. Then the actions she had were that she started sharing Mm -hmm. and telling everybody about it.
0: And I think she even got to the point where she was thinking whether or not she had a future with the organization. Yeah. You know, if that's the way he was going to be or if that's the way the culture was. And I think then she started looking for other things that were wrong yes. that kind of supported that belief. Mm-hmm. And it really did get a little bit crazy. And right. in the end, what happened, I wish I could tell you that, you know, as a great example of the power of Crucial Conversations, that she decided... To schedule some time with him and to go in and talk about it right but at, what actually happened was they had a regular meeting i think you know once a month or whatever and they ended up talking and he's in the matter course of conversation said hey by the way good news um you know we presented to the vps everything they really ended up thinking it over and liking it and i think we're going to go ahead and go forward so we'll moving on up the chain to the the ceo and great job everybody was impressed that you got that moving yeah and so she in asking questions realized that what had happened was not any of the things that she thought had happened not that he tried to change anything or do anything the plan was going to move forward just as she had described it nothing was changed everyone knew that she was the person who originated it but what had happened in the moment what had made him change the plan was that he looked out into the audience and realized that someone is, was in attendance who was not on the guest list officially that didn't get invited to the meeting and they were i think like the executive assistant to the ceo someone who had a direct connection to the ceo and they hadn't even mentioned this possible change to the ceo yet so he didn't want some things to sound like foregone conclusions unless right. they worked their way back up the chain before they were re- ready to present that part. So, to save her from getting into deep water and and things that might cause problems, he just kind of grabbed the reins and shifted the narrative just a little bit. And he didn't have time to talk to her about it in advance. Yeah, Yeah. and really it ended up saving her um, in terms of being uncomfortable and on the spot, and saving the project in that things didn't go awry before all the right people were informed. Yeah.
1: So, and she must have had to go back and tell tell people that because, <laughs> again,
0: well. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I ended up hearing the story, so I know she did. And again, she was the kind of person who was generally a positive team player. So, I think that she did make that effort to go back and, and talk. Correct. Correct. Yeah, correct the it. yeah. But that's still a dangerous thing, right? Right. Because you kind of have established a little bit of a question in people's minds or maybe bad vibes in the relationship with her and her supervisor at that point because you know she mm-hmm. had I'm just now I'm projecting on her because when I get hurt and upset I mm-hmm. start I start to kind of withdraw yes in other yeah. ways mm-hmm. so maybe that had occurred maybe she had interpreted a lot of different things going on with her relationship with her team and her supervisor and the whole organization as yes. negative That stuff gets hard to unpick the further from the origination point that it gets. Right.
1: And so just imagine had all the energy she wasted on that whole experience. Um, And if she had maybe had a conversation with her boss immediately. A couple days later. yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Or even immediately after. Yeah.
0: Can I talk to you for a few minutes? I just wanted to know... About the presentation, it gets harder to do. I think the further away from it you get. Right. But that being said, there is value in I think what we're talking about here with this whole press process is stopping and assessing what's going on. Yeah. So that you can have yes. a, a fruitful conversation. There is such a thing as the heat of the moment. Right. That's not the best place right. to be. Right. <laughs>
1: so in in talking about it now and kind of wrapping up our whole segment about um, what you do to prepare yourself for conversations is is Focus on the facts, and when you have emotions about something, which, remember, a crucial conversation involves, I mean, part of the definition of a crucial conversation is that it's highly emotional, so the emotions are there, but retrace that path to action and determine what is making you feel the way that you are about that, and so, and make sure that when you go into the conversation that you're focusing on the facts, and not the, the what you've told yourself or the stories you've right. told yourself about that. She, so again.
0: She could have blazed into right, his office right. and said, you made me feel so terrible. Right. I can't believe that you would have. Right. And that that wouldn't have been based on facts, would it?
1: No. And so that wouldn't be a good way to do it. The way she did it wasn't a good way to do it. And so the best way would have been to soon after, before she got all wrapped up in the emotions of what she feeling and acting on those because her actions were that she went and told everybody and damaged her reputation um, in the process and potentially damaged her relationship with the boss and had she gone in soon after um, and just had a conversation ask telling him you know this is what I saw happen and it's bothering me can you tell me why that happened imagine all the time and energy that would have been saved
0: and you know we we've said several times that the things that we talk about on finance matters they're great things you know and we haven't even gotten into some of the process improvement kind of content Mm -hmm. but the the things that we've talked about so far are great things both for your work life and your personal life if you're sitting there listening to this thinking oh man i can think of (laughs) a lot of examples that are not work related where this kind of thing happened you are definitely not
1: alone Right. I I would say challenge yourself as I I think I said this in the last podcast I teach crucial conversations and one of the things that I say often in the class is um, challenge yourself to go through a day and how many stories do you tell not always, like I said, not always bad about things, but how many judgments or perceptions do you um, tell your, do you have and stories do you tell yourself about things that you've seen or hear Um, Throughout your day both in your personal life and at work. Yeah, so it's it's interesting But when you when you get to that point where you're having the conversation That's when you want to go in prepared having having checked in checked yourself and checked your emotions and um, Retracing that path to action
0: So jokingly I guess that we could wrap up by saying remember instead of like only you can control forest fires or whatever, or you can control yourself.
1: That is true.
0: It's a tall order sometimes. All right, so the next time that we um, get together for a podcast, Patty and I promise we're going to talk about actually um, how to navigate the actual conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got lots of other great things planned for you on Finance Matters, so thanks for joining us for today. And remember, you can check out more about what finance is up to on the UVA Finance blog at uvafinance.blogspot.com you've got an idea for a podcast or you know somebody who's doing good stuff out there on the operational side of things at UVA, uh, let Patty or I know. You can email us or you could even tweet us at UVA underscore finance. Patty, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Brandy. And that's all for now. Until next time, do good work because what you're doing matters.